Hello and welcome to episode 27 of the Connect2 podcast. My name is Jeff Cullum. And I'm Mark Hughes. Hey Jeff, how are you? Good, good. I guess I should specify episode 27 of season two. two yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, are you in the Christmas spirit? Well, I'm frozen. Yeah, it is cold. It's a very cold day today. <laughs> Not the coldest day ever, but... But cold. In the top 10, probably. <laughs> Minus 30 out there. So. Yeah, absolutely. And for all of our American listeners, that's minus 30 Celsius. I'm pretty close. Yeah. Yeah. yeah minus 40 and minus 40 are the same. They, there's convergence. There's cold so, and there's cold. Then there's cold. Just yeah, it's cold, cold in both cases. So. so if you're new to the channel, rate, review, and subscribe. Yeah, you can also send mail to connect2podcast at gmail.com. And you can send um, messages through Facebook, as we might get today as well. There you go. Have we gotten any messages? We haven't we checked have, the mail for a long time. We haven't for a little bit, but uh, we might again today. Oh, you never know. Because today for our coffee, it's from Bose. Bose. Or formerly Bow and Arrows Coffee Roasters oh. out of Victoria, B.C., which is the last coffee that we drank that caused people to write to us. Ah, interesting. Anyway, uh, so we're sampling. It's a um, still don't Bella understand. Aurora. Yeah. And it is from Nicaragua, Nicaragua. the region of Dipilto. Uh, it is, uh, the varietals are bourbon and cultura. The process is washed. The tasting notes are apple butter, cashew, and dark chocolate. Excellent. Very excellent. Freshly brewed All right, on, a, thank you. on a Chemex. Yeah. This is awesome. Mmm, smells like teen spirit. No, that smells very. Do you know very... what teen spirit is? It's a deodorant. Was that right? Yeah. So it was. Uh, so the whole smells like teen spirit is named. It's like a a deodorant that was for teens. For teens, it was like Axe. Oh yeah. Yeah, and it had a very very strong smell. Okay. So the whole song is based on smells like teen, teen spirit. That album, yeah. That's cool. Yeah, there was a controversy associated with bows and arrows in that. Um, so some right wing people thought it was quite because it was reverse discrimination. Basically, they were saying that uh, if you were a straight um, cis male, don't bother a white cis male, don't bother applying because we're trying to even things out. So a bunch of cis white males complain that they're being discriminated against. Right. I think we talked about this at the time. So I want to just, let, let me just be clear so that I understand. They were saying what? They're not going to hire any or they're not going to hire any more because they, they, they already had a full quota. Honestly, it doesn't, I don't really don't. know one or okay. the other. It's kind of one of these things that's right. got absolutely nothing to do with us. We, uh, we just happen to, we just happen to sample their yeah. coffee because we get it in my roasters pack. So if you have any uh, emails or complaints, uh, call uh, Coffee Roasters. For the roasters pack out of Toronto because that's who sent it to us. Or take it up with Bose directly. Yeah, yeah exactly. Excellent. But don't just if you really got a problem with that, sit down, take a pill. <laughs> exactly. Go to the shelter and do something good instead. You'll feel better. Honestly, you will. Yeah. yeah. Don't yell at them though. Take all that anger and 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 channel it into something positive. Didn't uh, Ralph Klein do that? Go to a shelter and start yelling at them? He threw money at them. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> <laughs> Do 
just another you know in a long line of of wonderful happens happenings here in our political scene do you have any dad joke oh, i don't have a dad joke you well, uh, I just got—I picked up a sweater, and but it was really picking up static electricity, so I returned it to the store, and they gave me another one free of charge. <laughs> I heard a dad joke, and I can't remember what it was. So no, I'm—I'm I'm afraid I'm deficient in the dad joke because uh, we want to keep it clean. I mean, I always think of—I uh, can always reach for some in the old artillery, but they—they they tend to be kind of edgy. So let's just keep it clean today. Yeah, and I, another one. Oh, I got over my addiction to chocolate, marshmallows, and nuts. But I won't lie, it was a rocky road. <laughs> okay. Yeah, these are bad. And I broke my <laughs> finger uh, last week. But on the other hand, I'm okay. There you, <laughs> there you go. <sighs> Badoom. Boom. That's right. That's right. There you go. Okay. My wife has uh, such a cute nickname for my hairstyle. Okay. She calls it the economy because it's showing strong signs of recession. <laughs> well, I'm I'm in the depression then. <laughs> <laughs> the Great Depression. Why do they call it that? Maybe you call it Bitcoin. <clears throat> you call your hair Bitcoin because poof, it's gone. Yeah, that's right. That's right. There you go. Yeah. Why do they call oh, it the oh, Great you, Depression? You do, you do use a razor. Yeah. It, it didn't seem that great. From what I remember, what, well, Bitcoin I don't or the recession? No, the the depression. I always call it the Great Depression. Was it great? No, it was terrible. It was... Why do they call it the Terrible Depression? That's like Good Friday. I never understood. And I'm, if I'm going to offend some Christians here, but I, I don't mean to. But if you know anything about, because I was raised Catholic, but if you know what happened on Friday, you know it's the day that they basically they crucified Jesus and and marched him through the streets, and and then they call it Good Friday. And I'm thinking, sounds to me like pretty shitty Friday, <laughs> really. If you think well, about it. When it like was, bad Friday. When I was in Australia, they have all these highways named like the Great Northern Road and okay. the Great Southern Road. Right. They're not so great. They're kind yeah. of small. Oh, interesting. Yeah. They're just like two lane. It's just marketing. <laughs> okay. <laughs> the Great Gatsby. So what'd you learn this week? I didn't learn shh, nothing. Nothing. <laughs> I didn't learn nothing. I learned that some... Uh, I guess I learned some notable people have passed away. Like I didn't learn anything new scientific. I've just Christy, been, I've been really Christy Alley, 71. I didn't realize she was that old. I thought I would have picked her to be in her sixties, but she was, uh, she had some ups and downs. Yeah. That, that person, some bigs and smalls. Uh, yeah. There you go. Uh, uh, Christine McVie from, from uh, Fleetwood Mac, Fleetwood Mac. Yeah. Right. Who I never really appreciated was, uh, I like their music, but I never really paid too much attention to, you know, the details, but she was like one of the, you know, the writers of a lot of their hits. I didn't and know. then I just saw yesterday that, that Bob McGrath from Sesame Street passed away. Yeah, I saw that. He was 90 years old. One of the original one of the original Sesame Street. And the one who sang yeah. the original theme. Oh, I did not he know sang that. The, on the See? very first show, he sang the original theme for Sesame Street. That's awesome. I, you know, part of your childhood, right? Yeah, exactly. Although... Uh, yeah, although that's a long time ago. I'm, I might even be before my childhood. Oh, that it started? Yeah. Yeah, but he was around for... Definitely when I was a kid. Yeah, Mr. Hooper, Gordon and Maria. Yeah. Yeah, yeah Bob. Wow. You got a good memory. Yeah, well, I'm, 
I'm a streeter. <laughs> Is that what they call him? A streeter. I made that up. That's what gonna go. If you're a Sesame Street fan, like a trekker, now you're a streeter. So um, I learned snuffle up against. I learned something. Forever. Something really interesting. A uh, little bit of a departure, but uh, okay. So uh, I don't <laughs> probably know not if, a bad thing. I don't know if you've. Uh, watched uh, any TikTok or YouTube reels or anything like that, you probably heard this song. Okay, so that song is, um, so there, and, and what it is, is there's a dance associated with it. And of it's course. from, uh, from um, the Netflix series called Wednesday, which is about one of the characters from the Adams family. Oh, yes. Okay. It's apparently the top, top thing on Netflix right now is wow. Wednesday. Um, and uh, so interesting story on the music. So this has gone viral. So if you go on the TikTok, you'll see yeah. all these people dancing to that song, doing the dance that Wednesday does in, 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 the, in show. the show. Yep. There's a catch. Okay. First of all, that song never appears in the show. Really? Yeah. So when she does the dance, she's dancing to a song by the Cramps. Okay. And actually, it's a song that was re a cover redone by the Cramps okay. like 40 years ago. Yep. Right? That song in and of itself is an 11-year-old song that was done by Lady Gaga and has been sped up. Oh, So it's not even the original lady. It's like a sped up. That's why she yeah, sounds yeah, like yeah, a chipmunk. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, uh, um, but it has gone absolutely viral. You can see all these these women dancing with this crazy dance. And this, um, the so Wednesday is portrayed by this actress, uh, Jenna Ortega. Yep. She choreographed it herself. She's not a dancer. She kind of forgot that she had promised that she would dance. So she actually looked up on YouTube uh, over the course of two days, a bunch of goth dancers from the 1980s okay. and uh, simulated it and uh, has come up with this unusual dance. Brilliant. That, uh, but somehow, I don't know how it got hooked up with this uh, this uh, Lady Gaga song sped up. Interesting. Because it is not the song that's in the, in the TV series. Organic stuff. is Very amazing, organic. Right? That's like all these lines famous lines from TV shows and movies that are actually not even in the TV show or the movie, right? Yeah, they have a name for them. What, so, uh, uh, it's, uh, like, uh, he never says, beam me up, Scotty. Yeah, that's in, right. In all he never says, beam me up. He says, Scotty, beam me up. Or, or he says, three to beam up. Or, or whatever. All but, kinds of variants. But never beam but me up, Scotty. That's right. Yeah, exactly. exactly. Um, so that's one thing I learned, which I thought was really fascinating. Yeah, that is fascinating. Um, the other thing I've learned is, uh, well, so I, I've got, um, I've got a Christmas market coming up on Sunday, a Christmas what market. So I'm, oh, yeah. I'm selling my goods at a Christmas market. Right. I'm actually going to be primarily selling my books. I was looking to, to do some prints, but I had this plan because part of the thing is as a photographer selling regular prints of your image, it just, nobody's interested. Oh, <laughs> right. Interesting. Like it's just, uh, Nobody's interested in a regular print. But if you do something to make it interesting, they will buy it. So my plan is to, um, is to do an epoxy coating on top, uh, like a, an epoxy resin coating on top of the prints. And there is a whole bunch of work to do that properly because one of the problems is when you pour the epoxy resin, it actually lifts the ink off of the 
off of the prints. So you have to find a way to seal it uh, that maintains a little bit of okay. a barrier until the epoxy can. can and it's, uh, it's fascinating to see. So this is where Mark, the photographer, and I, you know, I'm good at taking photos. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, starts struggling with being a little crafty and artsy <clears throat> and uh, trying to, to yeah. learn how to do all these things that, pe that people who are into that just do all the time. Right. So it's, uh, it's kind of interesting. So here's the thought, because people are odd. If you took a print and you purposefully screwed it up, in other words, you just put epoxy and you let it do whatever, and then each of them was uniquely different. different. Do you think that would sell? As long as it looks, like, you know, it looks is, like it's uh, intentional. Yeah. If it, like if it uh, if it has to, if it can't be a little screwed up. It's got to be a lot screwed up. Right. Right. Because if it if it's a little screwed up, then it just it looks, looks like, like a, a mistake. A mistake. Yeah. Whereas if it's a lot screwed up, it looks like you did it. You on did purpose. it on purpose. So yeah. You have to. Interesting. You'd have to make sure you know and see if it was that repeatable. Right. And all that kind of stuff. Oh well. Well, good luck with the sale. Yeah. So anyway, I, I won't have it in time for the Christmas market. But ah. We've decided that we're going to try and perfect the technique of doing some epoxies ourselves. Okay. So, so I'll print it and we'll work on it. So, uh, so yeah, Shannon and I are going to work on that. So. That's awesome. Well, Valentine's Day coming up. <laughs> exactly. Just around the corner. <laughs> so today, um, today's topic is a year in review. We're going to talk year about in review. In, we're going to talk uh, both. Uh, we can talk globally and we can also <laughs> oh, talk a little Lord. more personally. Okay, sure. So, um, which one do you want to start with? Oh, I think globally, maybe. Okay. Well, it's been a, for a global year, um, there's been a lot of changes. Isn't um, that the Isn't that true? I mean, we've come out of most of the COVID stuff has transitioned. And I have to say, it yeah. hasn't really transitioned the way I kind of thought it would. Right. Right. I figured what would happen would be, there would be, uh, you know, a significant decrease in COVID and then all the chief medical officers would, uh, would, you know, have some sort of counsel and sort of say, uh -huh. oh, okay, like, let's, let's lift these restrictions. It's over. And, and really? instead the politicians say, it's over, uh, regardless yeah. of if it's actually over or yeah. not. And now we're- More people dying yeah. now, apparently. I haven't, I haven't looked at the stats lately, then, yeah. you know, at, at certain times in the peak. So is in fact not over. No. We're, we're over it is more accurate. Yeah. Yeah. We're so over, like it's a Kardashians, uh, uh, a season, you know, that's so 2021. Exactly. Right. People are probably dying of COVID, but their, their, their family is telling people they died of something else because it's not cool. <laughs> I heard yeah. about your uncle Jim passed away. What was it? COVID? Uh, no, it was uh, it was plague, plague. Yeah, bubonic plague. That's more fashionable. So it, I'm a little bitter. <laughs> you're a little bit. Uh, you're a little bit uh, jaded with the whole thing. Uh, you know, yeah, yeah. Sometimes. So COVID, really not that much different than 2021. We're just not talking about it the same way. It's true. Um, well, we're not talking about it the same way. And now we have well, RS now we've supplemented it with we RSV, RSV which terrible is, colds. Well, RSV is like decimating. Right. Uh, in, Ca in Calgary, they had to close a palliative ward for uh, a hospice for children. 
Yeah. Because they don't have enough doctors with pediatric experience yeah. to cover off the acute. I wonder how that would happen. That just oh. seems weird. I wonder how that would happen. It's almost like there was underfunding of our medical system some, somewhere along the line. Exactly. Weird. It's very weird. Hard to understand. So, um, well, and not to I, mention people spending 40 hours and it's not just here. Like there was, they were talking about in Ontario a couple of weeks ago, the average wait time at, in the emergency, uh, was like 40 hours at one point in Ontario. And they were saying people are, are not going to the hospital because they don't want to die in the waiting room. In the waiting room. <laughs> you know, this is, this is a country that up until recently, we really prided ourselves on, on our, our, you know, national and, and public health care system. So things are things are not great. Well, on the great side, the James Webb Telescope uh, launched and yeah. got, got uh, placed into space and started working, yeah. and the images are spectacular. Yeah. Um, the U.S. put in place its first um, female black... Vice president? Uh, Supreme... Oh, Supreme Court, Court Justice. Justice. That's right. The vice president was before that. Yeah. yeah. Um, you on the less Twitter side, uh, Ukraine was uh, invaded. Yes, Meta lost seventy uh, percent of its value and may disappear. And Twitter got bought by a crazy man. <laughs> now you know somebody made a. There was an interesting post. They said, "Well, okay, so despite all of the terrible things, if you think about it, he cut away, you know, like a huge amount of staff, which." was done, you know, ham-fisted, heavy-handed. But Twitter's still running. So what the hell were all those people doing? There's all kinds of errors, though. Yeah. There's errors all over the place. But what what were all those people doing? Like, I I don't think he was necessarily wrong in thinking it was kind of maybe a little bit bloated. Well, I mean, he he bought... surgical precision, and then there's just like... Well, he, Whoops. he bought a company probably realistically worth about $8 billion for $44 billion. $44 billion. So, yeah. um, and it was making about a billion dollars a year in in revenue or profits. And uh, so, but the bottom line is that that was unsustainable. Yeah. Like, it was oh, very, yeah. like you can't, so we needed to do something to get um, his expenses down. But right. the there's ways to go about doing it, and then there's what he did. That's right. I mean, uh, it's, it reminds me of this expression that I heard about how um, how do you make uh, a large fortune, uh, a small fortune, a, a small fortune out of a winery business? You, you start with a large fortune. Yeah, <laughs> we used to say about the engineering business. Yeah, how do you make a million dollars in engineering? Start out with two. <laughs> So I think it's a, I think it's a common problem, right? I think so too. Even even he tweeted that. Oh yeah, he yeah. made, he made yeah, some yeah, sort yeah. of joke. So wow. So there's glad he's still laughing. There's suggestions that perhaps he's trying to tank Twitter to put it into a state where the banks, because about fifteen billion dollars that is financed, and right. there's been a huge change in the interest rates over the course I think of. He's gonna. I think it's a, it's a he, billion dollars a year in interest payments. In interest payments alone. Wow. So if he can find a way to have the banks sell it at a cut, which is what they do, they will sell if if they think they can't make their money back, they will sell it at a cut rate. And then, you know, you can buy it on the secondary market at half price. And then all of a sudden, you know, that billion dollars becomes half a billion dollars in terms of payments. <laughs> so it's, uh, 
you know, if it's yeah. at 50%, if it's at 20%, it's two, it's 200 million. Yeah. So you can, you can do, you know, if you do it right. Yeah. There's, there's ways. But it depends how, yeah. how clever he is. So what else happened? We had, well, Canada played in the, uh, World, uh, Cup. World Cup. Did you see that video? Was it Christine Sinclair? I, I saw the picture, but, and it mentioned that it was one of the women from the Canadian team, uh, one of the leaders and somebody had said it was, but I, I haven't, I did not confirm, but who are, I think it was her, but this was some commentator. So she was one of the guest commentators, right? Yeah, yeah. It must've been like CBC or, and one of the guys was going on about how this is the greatest moment when they scored the one goal. Yeah. This is the greatest moment in the history of Canadian soccer. And there's like a screen cap of the look on her face Looking like, at this guy. We win gold. Like, it's just classic. <laughs> and it's like, obviously, so like a lot of people pick this. But, you know, we, we played in the World Cup. We scored a goal. First goal Woo-hoo. for men's ever. Woo-hoo. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. But it is kind of funny to. Uh, yeah, because the women like, have done way better yeah, than the men. Exactly. Um, um, what else happened that was no Well, uh, Prince uh, uh, Queen Elizabeth passed away. Queen Elizabeth passed away. Uh, right after having a, finally no. Right after kidding. having a uh, uh, platinum jubilee celebration with Paddington Bear. Right. Right. That was really that was fun. really fun. And yeah. good. she has tea with Paddington, and then uh, shortly thereafter, she passes away. There. Yeah. So I saw a bunch of people. Well, a people put that on their Facebook. And they won the Queen's Double Jubilee Award. And I looked it up and I was like, well, what the hell is this about? So they gave it out, not nationally, but the provinces. And I think they gave like 8,000 of these. I don't know what it was for. A meritorious service to your province. And this particular individual who I don't know very well, but, you know, they're a professional. They have a practice. And I'm like, okay, like, I'm not sure what merits this like did you have to apply for it but they put on their facebook and it was uh the caption was like something else for the resume (laughs) i was like what so as i looked it up and i was like i'm not sure i'd put that on my resume like i didn't win one so maybe i'm just being like sour potatoes but i just thought it seems so sour potatoes (laughs) or what sour grapes it just seems so grape and a potato they're not easily confused odd to me that (laughs) you would make a big deal out of that when well, hardly exactly. anybody's heard of it. Yeah. It's like winning. I don't know. It's not the order of Canada. Right. Uh, yeah. I mean, anyhow, I didn't get one. So um, what does that say about me? What else? <laughs> um, the turnstile that is the prime ministership of the UK has changed. Twice. Oh man. Right. Um, there was now the he, new guy. He's, he's lasting um, a little longer than a Oh, I can't remember. Ah. It's uh, Rishi? Rishi. Rishi. Yes, I, I. There's a bunch of Alberta politicians that also have um, Southeast Asian names, and I get them confused because, unlike Liz Trust, this guy is not in the news every six minutes, having exactly. screwed something up. That's so true. It was big news when he was first took over, and then it's kind of died down a bit. So, well, so far, so good. So so far, so good. Usually, no news is is good news. Yeah. Well. Following the first, you know, the last two clowns, it would be pretty hard for him to be more newsworthy. Like, he seems like he's a fairly straightforward guy. He's worth a lot of money. He was a consultant for one of the big consulting companies and 
you know, just someone who knows a bit of what he's doing. But uh, yeah, that was a bit of a revolving door. Rishi Sunak. Rishi Sunak. Yeah. Uh, we, of course, have had our own uh, political upheaval. continuing revolving door of leadership. Within, we had. Uh, what do we had? How many premiers have we had in, in 11 in 15 years? It's something like 11. There's a lot. It's insane. It's insane. Well, and most of the ones it's that are nutty. changing out are on the, the right. It's all the same party. We've only had one. Well, we had the NDP for one. Yeah. One session. Completed a term, right? And then. On the other side, it's just, just this revolving. Revolving door. Of, of compromise candidates who nobody really was happy with, but they, you know, the way the system works, you can come up the middle. I mean, that's Delmac was like that, right? And, and actually. I really, compared, I really compared, said to, compared to what we have now, Ed Stelmack is like a saint. <laughs> to me, I think when you're when you're the premier of a province or even the prime minister, you know your job should be to not be in the news as much as possible. Just govern things as quietly as possible and stay out of the news for self-own goof-ups. Well, I think to a large extent that that's what Obama? happened. No drama Obama. That's yeah. what they called him, right? Well, same thing with Biden. I mean, there's yeah. really significantly less drama than than uh, than the Twitter frenzy that was uh, well, sure. Trump. Well, I mean, again, you'd have to work. Very... Hey, speaking of Trump, uh, it's 2022. So I guess I was just watching a thing today about his tax returns, right? They've oh, yeah, released, they've been released. And he so... is worth nothing. He is broke well i have not i've not heard the results he owes of that. so much money really yeah so they're saying uh of the period that they saw which i think went up to 2017 he paid no taxes for 10 out of the the 15 years that they have and i was watching this on a on a progressive so left-wing news uh, uh channel that i watch on youtube and i gotta say they they they, they try to be balanced so the guy was saying it's the Young Turks. And he was saying, look, when you go through this, a lot of people are calling Trump out for some of the things that, you know, like he declared this and he declared that. And this guy was saying, look, if it's, I'm not calling him out because rich people do that all the time, right? They, they, they get as many things as they can possibly. So that's not the problem. It's the fact that just how much money he's lost is apparently like shocking, right? Like he may be worth nothing, um, when it really comes down to it, because the, the prop, like they're saying, they don't know. But if he sold all of his properties, yeah, right, most of which are losing money, it's not entirely clear that he would get enough funds to pay off the amount of money he owes. Really, that apparently is coming due. So yeah. his debt is debt exceeds his. Yeah. Worth. So his net worth is negative. So they're saying this may be why. Uh, certainly another reason why he desperately wants to be president. A lot of people are thinking it's because he doesn't want to go to jail. I mean, if he was smart, that's what he'd be afraid of, but if he's going to be owing something like $400 million um, in the next few years. And that was sort of put on hold while he was president. And now it's going to come due and he, he ain't got that kind of cash. So, and he's not a billionaire, which is also somewhat embarrassing and may never have actually been a billionaire. Yeah. Kind of like SBF. <laughs> yeah. Well, I guess he really was a billionaire. For a moment. On paper. On paper. Yeah. So 
So uh, 2022, what else that happened? It was significant. Um, uh, the crash of uh, a bunch of crypto markets. Oh, goodness. Yes. Yes. Um, yes. I just saw, you know, again, we've gotten a little bit. To me, social media is a crucible for me personally, where it teaches me to a high degree of self-restraint. So somebody in, in our, I don't know if you know them, but in my orbit from previous sporting stuff, and my wife comments on this guy's posts a lot. Uh, my wife's been reading a lot about populism this last few weeks. She wanted to study it a bit. Yeah. And he posts stuff all the time. And there was a post that came out and it was a video of, of Pepe Poliev talking about the bank, how the, how the Bank of Canada, people would wind up having to bail out the Bank of Canada. I don't know if this is true, but this was from like 12 months ago. He apparently said this. And the post was... This guy has been right about everything so far. Why are we still doubting it? Supporting the total failure, Justin Trudeau. And I so desperately wanted to say, so how's your crypto investments, right? Because if, he, if you're saying this guy's been right about everything so far, he told everybody to invest in Bitcoin, get into crypto, right? Well, and I think the thing is, it, is it's it, those kind of statements that just. Well, this make me, the statement make about me, like, my head spin. The thing about, especially the stuff, the criticism of Justin Trudeau. Most of the criticism, I mean, there is stuff to criticize him for sure. Of course, every politician. Every politician has stuff you can criticize legitimately. Absolutely. But the personal attacks and the f you, yeah, Justin Trudeau, like, just it's it, that's all personal. That's yeah. not about policies. And and you say that he. He's a dictator. He just got elected. Yeah. Right? He got reelected. And yeah. um, so that's not a dictator. And clearly, if you if you <laughs> if you don't understand how Canada's parliamentary system works, it's the only way you could think it was a dictatorship that's because right. it can't do that in exactly. Canada. You don't have the support. It doesn't go. And it's a coalition government. Yeah. It's like it's, well, it's not even it's. Well, um, they. It's, it's a, a minority. It's government. a minority government, a, so you have to have the support of w- right. at least one of the opposition parties. They don't like his socks. They don't like his hair. Yeah. They don't like his wife. His beard. Uh, like it's just like the one that I always love, and my dad and I just had this bit. My, my dad, surprisingly, we don't often see eye to eye, but he's 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 a fan of. Uh, should he you says be, wor- should you be doing, worried? No. That you're agreeing with him? No. He says Trudeau's, been, you know, overall doing an okay job, and I was made this point. You often hear these criticisms about, oh, he was just a school teacher. Well, first of all, it's pretty insulting to school teachers, yeah. right? You don't just become a school teacher. Yeah. And the guy's been in power for, what, eight years now? Yeah. And, I, and like I said to my dad, he learned, he didn't just fall off a turnip truck. This is a guy who learned politics, you know, from love him or hate him, probably one of the most strategic prime ministers we ever had who took on the FLQ, who took on the Quebec separatist movement, who was a master strategist when it came to politics. So you look at Justin Trudeau and you say, well, you're just a school teacher. Well, eight years, you know, he's, he's been in the job for coming up on, is it eight, nine years? Something. Like so that. I think it just underplays 
a lot of reality. It's like you're still stuck on that. I mean, hello. Well, so I mean, most of the justified criticism regarding Justin Trudeau is about he's he's made some poor ethical decisions regarding campaign contributions <laughs> yeah. and accepting. Like there's a yeah. bunch of stuff related to that 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 is not good. No, but that's not a policy thing that's like right that, that's that's just a, a well and it's a bit of abuse of power all politi- politicians stray i've said this before i like having grown up in quebec you know i'm a diehard liberal because they walk that middle ground and you know is there some corruption yeah a little bit you know but that's the nature of politics wow. it's like they play that middle and they're like we're going to do some stuff that makes our society function well, right? So they're not so extreme to the left that it's unpractical. And yeah, every now and then we're going to put a little bit of money in somebody's pocket and vice versa, because that's the reality of the world. And so they walk that line and I'm like, if anything, it's highly pragmatic. You know, is it something that you would aspire to uh, theoretically? No. But is it pragmatic in, in reality? If you really look at it, kind of is right. <laughs> well, let's uh, let's let's switch horses a little bit and say. So, what about your year in review? Is it a good thing or a bad thing? I mean, personally, it's been a challenging year in terms of coming out of of some dark times and trying to get back on the horse. Yeah. Uh, it's been a good year. I mean, the the, the outcomes have been great. Um, they haven't really paid dividends yet, but it's, I'm on the right track and, mm-hmm. you know, we've, my wife's been looking at stuff in her professional life and our kids have gotten to an age now where they're facing some new challenges, you know, the challenges of teenhood. And yeah, yeah. so all of that's been challenging, but I think overall it's been good. I think even if I pull back a little bit, you know, at times you can sort of feel mired like, Oh God, but overall with the exception of a few big problems. Like I certainly do not uh, uh, feel, I feel terrible for the people of Ukraine and, and that part of the world. But overall, I think it was better than 2021. Mm-hmm. You know, we've come out of, of it okay. Uh, and I think I've, I'm feeling a, a shift towards more positivity. Um, well, I have to say- Not quite there yet, but yeah, it feels like the winds are changing a bit. I have to say that, uh, you know, although, you know, how we've come out of COVID is a little bit weird, uh, the reality is that uh, life is returning to a more normalcy Yeah. with respect to connections with friends and family. Um, We went to Hawaii. Yeah, I went to to Newfoundland. I went to Yukon, did lots of camping. Saw some movies. In the theater, yeah, ooh, which is always a fun thing. Although the thing, theaters, you know? that's a whole different thing. Like, like they're they're they've got to be hurting. Oh yeah, they've got to be hurting. Like I saw Wakanda Forever. It opened on the eleventh. I saw it on the twelfth. It was a late show. I'll give you that. Probably fifty percent of the theater was filled. Oh wow! I went. Know? I went for a three o'clock show on the day after it opened. Yeah, um, and uh, there was. You know, maybe a tenth. Wow. Yeah. So, so it was. So they got to be hurting. And uh, City Center Mall. That would explain why. Like you cannot buy anything. $11 for a bag of popcorn. You cannot buy anything at City Center Mall. 
There's nothing to buy. I heard the food court's closed. Eh? Yeah, there's no food court. They've they've cemented it over. It's like what? Yeah, they've. So it used to be on the uh, sub. Um, the yeah, yeah, the bottom the level. Bottom yeah, level. I mean, it was never a great food court. It's not open. There's no. It's they've closed that whole area off. There's no food court. Wow. The only thing you can buy in um, city center mall is there's some banks. So like there's a Royal Bank. So you can ATV. buy some money? You can you can go to your bank and withdraw some money. And then there is cell phone places. <laughs> so you can get a cell phone. Right. Uh, and on the main floor, there is a fairly large shopper's drug mart. Okay. And that's it. That's it. And the and the movie thing. All the shops have gone. Everything else is gone. That there restaurant's is, probably not reopened. Oh, no, the the, old, the, re uh, the the restaurant next to um the hotel or part tied to the hotel is open. Okay, but the what Where, used to be the old uh No, that's gone. Yeah, it's just shuttered, eh? Yeah. Well, uh, you go downtown and so yeah, we're in we're in economic dark times. So uh, and I'm not sure that this is entirely related to COVID. I think this is related to the economy and Well, I, I think it's a combination of things. Oh, hey, talking about cell phones. I I I did learn this is unbelievable. Um so dealing with a cell phone company we don't want to get sued so there's only a few and they're probably all as bad they, they is, are they they are the same same shit different pile this one in particular so back in i think june my younger son we finally got him a cell phone and my wife just you know my wife and i talked about it our older boy his cell phone's on her corporate plan and it made sense to split it we're going to put isaac on my corporate now i've had a personal cell phone that i just use for business for years right so I phone, I reached out to the company and I went through a whole lengthy process where we changed a contract, we changed it over, we made it a corporate account, you know, blah, blah, blah. And um, and I didn't think too much about it. His cell phone got activated. He's happy, I'm happy. I just got this uh, charge for the, what they call it, uh, the bring it back charge, 310 bucks. I was like, holy smoke, what is this? I started looking at it more carefully and I realized the contract, my bill does not match this contract, contract I saw at all was completely different. So I got on the phone, four hour wait time, talked to the guy who could not help me. And I decided, okay, I'm going to go to the Telus store. Oops. <laughs> I'm going to go to the phone store tomorrow. So I went to the phone store at one of the malls, right? First thing the guy says, first of all, he makes me wait in line. You got to register here. There's nobody in the store, right? With a QR code. And I'm like, okay, well, how long is this going to take? He's like, I, I can't, I don't know. You have to go sit down. I'm thinking like, this is feeling like really bureaucratic and silly, right? And then he says, well, what's it about? So I'm like, well, I'm, I've got a problem with my bill. He goes, well, I, just so you know, we can access like your account and your bill, but we cannot change anything or make any adjustments here. And I'm like, that's kind of rubbed the wrong way. It's well, can you accept cancellations? No, we can't do that either. I'm like, well, where would one do that? Uh, you'll have to be on the, you know, on the phone. I'm like, it's four hours on the phone. He goes, I know. So anyways, box breathing, deep breath. Guy comes along. Very pleasant, right? Looks it up. He can't find any record of this contract. He's like, yeah, no, that contract is just like non-existent. Like the reason that you're getting charged this end of the thing made sense because it was a timing thing. But I'm like, what do you mean? He goes, yeah, no, there's just no, there's no record of this new contract. It's just gone. So they just added your son's phone to your 
old old contract and carry on. I'm like, that is unbelievable. He goes, I know. <laughs> I said, well, should I phone? Am I going to get billed? He goes, I, well, I don't think so. But if you want a phone, I'm like, it's four hours. He goes, I know. He's, you know, I, I got to wait four hours too. So I usually phone like at six in the morning and I, it's the best time. I'm like, this is un, unbelievable that this is what they call customer service. Yeah. Incred- and why do they even have a store? I said, this is a big, big store. What do you guys do here? Basically, we sell phones, right? <laughs> we can't we can't change your account. We can't fix your account. We can't cancel your account. We got it. Like, imagine working there and you're like. Can't do anything. I can't do it. But I can look it up. Oh, yeah, it's completely screwed up. Can you <laughs> fix it? Nope. <laughs> Unreal. Interesting. Uh, Thank God Air Canada doesn't have phones or TELUS doesn't fly airplanes. <laughs> TELUS doesn't fly <laughs> Well, I mean, WestJet had that issue a few weeks ago where their IT system completely crashed and people got stuck. Globally. Yeah, it was a huge issue. Yeah. What about those Canadian, uh, speaking of people getting stuck, those Canadian, uh, that air crew that got detained in, was it the Dominican Republic for like eight months? I have no idea. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Yeah, I don't know anything Uh, about that. Some passenger, there was some contraband found on the plane and i can't remember if it was all the passengers and the air crew but yeah so canadians were stuck for eight months being detained in the dominican republic and they just got back last week i think uh i think foreign affairs finally you know they were negotiating and they realized you know we don't know who it was or maybe it wasn't even any of these people but yeah eight months in detention in the dominican republic oh man imagine phoning your boss when will you be back? Uh, I don't know. December, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> what about you? What's your year in review well, uh, feeling? Uh, or, well, the or, summer or was facts? great. It was nice to be able to yeah. travel, and I did lots of that. And uh, I have to say that... Uh, well, yeah, you went up to uh, the Yukon and Alaska, yeah. and that was pretty sweet. I didn't make it to Alaska. I almost made it to Oh, Alaska. sorry. I thought you did. But um, You can see Russia from there. You can different part of Alaska. Yeah. <laughs> uh, the um, the other part was, uh, well, my photography business is picking up quite a bit. Good. So, um, yeah. Is but it coming into focus? <laughs> yes. <laughs> it's, um, you know, but it's interesting. Uh, people tend to want to, so the more information you have on your website online, yep. people they don't want to talk. They want to basically just look everything up online. And if you answer all the questions, they'll pay for and book everything. Really? Like, like it's pretty remarkable. Yeah. And uh, they make a lot of their decisions not based on anything other than Google reviews. Wow. Which is not the easiest thing to get a Google review. Um, people have to make a conscious effort in order to do it. It's not. Right. But it is a thing that people make a ton of decisions based on. Isn't that interesting? I need to get some positive Google reviews. Yeah. You wouldn't think that people would pick like a, an accounting firm or a consultant on the basis of that, but they, they do. Yeah. They do. Bizarre. Absolutely. Right. Um, so uh, what media have you been consuming? Ooh, well, I, I watched the first episode of season four of Stranger Things, right. and I'm like, "Wow, am I in? This is going to be a wild ride, man." Yeah, and uh, I have to say that the season four, <laughs> like, wow, season four started a little bit kind of scattered. 
yeah. and then it then as it goes it gains speed and yeah. it's like a roller coaster okay i love this eddie munson he's interesting he's yeah. a good character what do they call it the health hellfire club the hellfire club yeah yeah so a... i'm watching that uh what else have we done oh my my wife put me on to i've only watched one episode uh it's like a an extension of rupaul's drag race <laughs> i guess it's not one of the many 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 there's a lot of rupaul's drag races but this is a call to show it's called we're here and it's a couple of it's three drag queens that were on rupaul's drag race and i can only remember bob the drag queen uh i think was the winner one year anyways they go into these small towns all over the united states there's two seasons of this and they um so it's a little bit like queer eye but with the drag the drag show and it was she said, you gotta watch this episode they're in jackson mississippi that's episode two of season two absolutely phenomenal like just the um well first of all i never would have thought there'd be that much of a, a community in jackson mississippi and you know somewhat vibrant not necessarily embraced but certainly tolerated but like the personal development of the show so it's called we're here which of course is what they say when they blow into a town phenomenal phenomenal show so watch that um did you ever watch priscilla queen of the desert yes so I mean that that to me is the epitome of yeah, and then there was the American remake, uh, Tu Wong Fu would love Julie Newmar. <laughs> is with, that a remake? Yeah, of that okay. yeah with the Luguziamo and uh, Wesley Snipes, and I can't remember who the third. Oh, uh, it was uh, the guy from Ghost and uh, Dirty Dancing. Uh, 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 Swayze, Patrick yeah, Patrick Swayze. Swayze, yeah, great movie, yeah. Uh, what about you? What are you consuming? Well, I did watch the Guardians of the Galaxy holiday oh, special. Yeah, we watched that on Friday. I forgot about that. Uh, well, it's quite forgettable. I thought it was fun. It was... I don't know. I just... Uh, I like my serious movies to be serious. I And there is a humor oh. associated with Guardians of the Galaxy. I did not see the holiday special as... It was just jokey have you seen the uh, trailer for for ggot3 though yes pretty sure rocket dies talking oh. about funny movies doesn't look like it's going to be a, a laugh this one. Oh, i don't know it's going to be tragic people are like oh man if they're going to kill yeah but rocket. somehow gamora's back well because she uh she didn't die she died but then in endgame the 2014 gamora came back. through the portal with Thanos ran into Nebula and then split off from Thanos and just disappeared, right? So it's it's the pre-meeting Peter Gamora. That's well, the whole thing. Like right? unless you see a yeah. character actually die on screen or in a comic book, they never really die. That's right. But I, I thought it was fun. I thought it was kind of cute. I kept thinking this has got vibes of the the infamous Star Trek, well, Star Trek, was, Star Wars Christmas special. It was supposedly right? modeled on that. Yeah. Although the thing I really it struck me, I'm going like, why is Peter Quill's hair so weird? He had <laughs> yeah, weird hair. He did. I could not figure out what was going on with his hair because it just uh, it had a um, had a weird. Um, it, it it looked weird. Usually, like in movies, people's hair are like perfect yeah they're yeah, just yeah, perfectly yeah. coiffed he might have been uh i don't know if he, he was might be working on another film and they're like 
we got to put the, the quill hair on you. Yeah. It was something weird about it. Yeah. But I thought it was Drax and Mantis. I, I thought it was fun. And then Kevin Bacon. Well, Drax, I find interesting because he's, uh, I think Dave Batista has created a compelling character in Drax, but I think, I don't think Dave Batista himself is a particularly nice guy. Oh, is that right? Yeah, I don't think he is. I think he portrays himself as a bit of a nice guy, but uh, I mean, he's an, a former uh, WWE yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, guy, and uh, I think he's quite right wing. And oh, really? Uh, yeah, I've never really heard anything negative about him. Yeah, I've I've heard. Interesting. I think he might be an anti-vaxer and all that kind of stuff too. So, like um, the actress that plays uh, Chitala's sister. Um, Leticia something. Really? Yeah, well, she was criticized for putting out some anti-vax tweets and whatnot. And they almost, there was a, a bit of a call to like scrap the movie and get her fired and, you know, cancel culture. And so uh, Ricky Gervais is great because he'll often talk about, well, first of all, he says outrageous things on purpose, right? Yeah. yeah. But he's big about separating the artist from what they say. I right? mean like Kanye? <laughs> Boy, there's a guy who needs Whoa. some serious mental health. Oh um, man, there's uh, help, like a, right? I, how can how it's, can it's very very disturbing. It's very disturbing that somehow a a, a guy who is clearly a as part of the oppressed group that the these these white supremacists target yeah. and and he is somehow with them like well make I, I america think, great again like well oh i God. i think there's a there is a certain phenomenon where you see that i don't quite understand it i think with this particular individual it sounds it seems to me like he's really having some kind of mental health breakdown well he did this thing he right? was on um, wearing that that hood he was wearing that hood and he had like uh, he was uh, he was talking to a puppet that was supposed yeah, to be uh, he's losing his he's like, losing just, his mind it's just yeah, this, it seems like, anyways, right? Yeah. Anyway, so. I, the saddest part about that is, doesn't this guy have anybody that really cares for him, where they should be like, okay, we gotta, we gotta call the rubber room truck and get this guy in for some help. I mean, I know he's worth, you know, millions, and you know, but that's gotta be the saddest thing. Well, he was got, worth billions. You've got all this he, money, and you start to lose your your mind, and nobody steps in to say. We got to We got to put a stop to this. Like, yeah. if you started losing your nut, if you were wearing a hood right now, I would be talking to your wife saying, "We got to get Mark some help." Right? Yeah, if exactly. you're going on about Hitler and be like, "No, no, <laughs> sorry." Your grasp of reality right. is kind of exactly. Well, and he's using the oppression that he's getting or the pushback that he's getting as a sign of oppression that reinforces his belief that people are out to get him. Like, it's just well, there is a certain pattern amongst the the populist movement mm -hmm. people who go down that rabbit hole it, it's hard to break out of it because yeah it, anything then becomes a reinforced fodder for yeah. oh you know you're part of this you're part of them mm -hmm. no i just I just said you were wrong nope so let's say the earth is flat hard right turn again okay or left uh, turn perhaps left turn uh, <laughs> i also watched the season finale of the peripheral Yes, I just something popped up said all seasons of uh, all episodes now available. Oh my god, is that is a great yeah, series. It, it is uh it is a bit um 
like many time travel movies or movies that involve some element of time travel, this basically will tax your brain a bit. Does it? Um, the um, yeah, the last the last episode in particular, because there's a, I don't know if you would say it twist but there is a a departure or there is a part where it's really hard to understand exactly what happened until yeah. you sort of really think about it afterwards yeah so um um but uh it's a it's a great show it the characters are compelling yep um and even the characters that appear um like a lot of times when you get American movies and whenever they portray people with Southern accents, a lot of times they're perceived as not being as bright. Yeah. Um, these all feel like real people. Nice. With, uh, with real emotions, real thought. And you know, the, and they do have an accent. I think they're, uh, they're in South Carolina. Okay. And, um, so they have a fairly strong accent, but it is, uh, there is no doubt that they're quite bright, right? And uh, it's uh, it's very interesting. And the the whole world that they've created in this future is uh, super interesting and unfortunately, um, unbelievably believable. Interesting. And, I'm and gonna definitely going, give it a chance. Yeah. After I'm done. Oh, I. <laughs> this what reminds did you start me. Watching? I had a a, a very classic star trek nerd moment because oh, no. somebody posted a thing on facebook just this morning and it was a meme right and it was uh it's captain kirk on the communicator and it's talking to scotty scotty's like ah you know she can't go any faster captain or something like that right? and kirk's like mr scott just shut down the engines and our momentum will keep us moving at the same speed because that's how space works and i even had to stop well that's not how warp field no. works you know that that sublight, and I'm like, wow, what a you know what a geeky thing to think. Get on the comments, and immediately it's all these people like, that's not how warp technology works. We shut down the warp engine, you'll immediately drop out of warp. And I was like, that is the funniest thing because <laughs> there are all these people had the same very nerdy thought, which is like, that's not how warp technology works. You can't just shut down the engine; <laughs> you'll drop out of of uh, uh, warp speed. You know, loser. I'm like. I don't know if that's funny or sad. Well, <laughs> well, and apparently, like, there's this whole mythos in uh, Star Trek about subspace, subspace radios, and subspace. Right. This. Now, subspace actually is a concept in space, but it bears no relationship whatsoever with this subspace right. in Star Trek. Like sure. It's uh, yeah. So anyway, it's a yeah. convenient MacGuffin that solve some problems exactly and, because although and we can they are talking about warp technology being possible right i've been talking about this for quite a few years now ever since el cubier came up with that paper and uh it is very much like the concept in star trek which is you create this you cannot travel faster than the speed of light but if you can expand space behind you you actually it's like you're you're traveling through space, well, in a warp bubble at unlimited speeds, but you're not breaking the laws of physics because you're actually not traveling, which is also why they don't get splattered on the back of the ship because um, you wouldn't even feel that you were traveling, but you're actually expanding, compressing space in front of you, expanding it behind you, and 
And that is theoretically the way it would work. So it's not now the problem we have to overcome is even in the paper, he says, you know, you need an infinite amount of energy to be able to move even a small particle in a warp bubble. But if we figure that out, we got it made. <laughs> well, and you've got, you've got all kinds of issues with time dilation is never addressed. And again, apparently, if you're not traveling, you'd have more of that when you're traveling at sub what they call you know war, um, uh, impulse speed because uh, you're getting sublight. You'd have that issue, right? But at, at warp, apparently, not so much. Interesting. Yeah. Hmm. Um, anyway, I think that uh, that's it for this week. Next week, we're going to do... We've probably said too much. Predictions for... Predictions for 2023. For 2023, because... Oh, God. Because <laughs> look how predictable 2022 was. That's right. Exactly. Who would have thought? Who would have thought Twitter would still be around? And that crypto would be on its last... <laughs> on last legs. Yeah. And, for well, now, anyways. And people are talking about the end of social media, because people are moving on from social media. I have heard this. Well, yeah. it kind of makes sense, in a way. Yeah. Um, because pe because the newer generation now is talking on like smaller groups they're they're like on signal they're they yeah. little groups they're not talking widely to everybody exactly so, which is what facebook is so well it, and you know it may have been the vestige of the baby boom because mm -hmm. you know people believing that their pithy observations about whatever are worthy of yeah you know I often say that it's like stuff that used to be in your head. You're not like, I'm going to broadcast this to the world. And maybe that's not really such a good thing. <laughs> I don't think it's going to die. I think it'll morph into something more like, like you say, maybe smaller networks of, of interconnected people. And, mm -hmm. uh, uh, you know, we invite somebody in and, uh, or you exclude them. Yeah, exactly. Kind of like real life. <laughs> Anyway, what about with podcasting? That, with that, work? with that happy note, <laughs> uh, we'll say goodbye. Have a yeah. great week. You too. And we'll see you next week. All right, bye. Take care. Bye.